0: Yo, this is Ron. I just heard y'all talking about you gonna get rid of what the fuck Friday. What the fuck is y'all problem? You get rid of that? I don't know what to tell you, man. This is horrible.
1: This is real hard. It's like with The Walking Dead got rid of Rick and Negan at the same
0: time. It's horrible. All right, people. Later. Oh, yeah, and I went this around again. I just want to let y'all know that the D&D thing won me over. At first, I was like, I don't know about this, but that's a good show y'all doing with the D&D. So I never played, which I could play, but, you know, it's hard to find people that's into that type of situation, that type of thing, you know, without, like, being online or something. So y'all keep it up, doing the good work. Don't get rid of what the fuck Friday. I'm going to have to come down there and, and, and pillow fight y'all to death later. Absolute geek. It's Thursday Night Phoenix and you're listening to the often imitated, never duplicated, Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. And I am Fan of the Week Kyle. Fan of the Week. That's what we're doing now. And hey, hey, hey. I figured what better way to start off our Fan of the Week than by giving it to Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> giving it to one of the hosts. He's, he's the Fan of the Week. He's the biggest cheerleader for I, this podcast.
1: I, I, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you for you're letting welcome. me
0: come. You're welcome, little Kyle. I, I,
1: I'm, 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 I'm not used to being on a podcast, so... Uh, no, I, no. It, it, I'm, 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 I'm a little nervous.
0: Yeah? That's all right, little Kyle. Um, what, what's your favorite part of the podcast, little Kyle?
1: Um, um, comic reviews. Comic
0: reviews. Awesome.
1: I like when you guys talk about comics. Have you
0: ever thought about doing a comic book reviews yourself and completely just stealing our format? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not even, not even being original about it, just completely stealing our format.
1: I, I don't like to steal.
0: You don't like to steal.
1: Makes me feel funny.
0: No. Does it make you feel like hell?
1: It makes me feel funny.
0: Makes you feel funny where? Down there. Okay. Well, now we're getting to <laughs> a, a, a little area that we don't want to uh, go into. So why don't you go ahead and call your mom for your ride, little Kyle? But thanks for thanks for coming and being our fan of the week. Uh, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. Look. Li- Little Kyle, everyone. Little My mom's Kyle, here. Little Kyle Stinson. I think your uh, I think your uh, your mom is here, and she's got her Uber sticker up. So you're probably costing her money. You, you better get going. Get out here now, fucker! <laughs> <laughs> you're costing me money, you son of a bitch! I gotta pick someone up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's been a it's been a minute.
1: Oh man, I had a busy day before I got here. Oh yeah, work. Yeah, I had to go do the old taxes. I
0: imagine that. Work, work. Yeah, taxes. Yeah. But everyone's getting that, that big uh, ghetto tax return. And right. You're, you're uh, fucking
1: ghetto thousandaires. Yeah, thousandaires. Had to take the take the old Kia in. Oh, and, no. And get it uh,
0: serviced. Oh, yeah. Serviced like, with a smile.
1: It only had three
0: recalls on it. Oh, only three, huh? <laughs> only
1: three. So we got the oil changed, too.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: So I had to go get that done. Nice. I, just, I don't get recalls on cars like I know everything goes to the lowest bidder and they, they try you know they're like every company and they, they try to shave things off like one of the recalls on the on our Optima was uh, the transaxle mm-hmm. they break and you can die because you get in a car accident it's like do you think they would have like like it's not like Kia's a brand new car no you think they would figure that kind of stuff? Like, what? What did they buy that makes it go out?
0: Well, it's the you have to think it's the quality of the part, the part you're using, or the metal, or
1: cars are expensive. The motherfuckers you know, like no. should be good. All yeah. the parts should like like the other recall was, um,
0: but they're not like they used to be, where they're built to be indestructible when they were all metal and steel, and now they're fucking ninety percent plastic. Yeah,
1: like the other recall was. Uh, you know how it's like a chemical reaction that makes the air pack. There's play? our number
0: one fan. Right. Always knows when we're recording. Got to fly over to listen on their their satellite.
1: Dude, I, we sat here for an hour, and bullshit, before we yeah, recorded. I know. There wasn't
0: one plane. He was probably, He's probably circling. There they are. Those fuckers yeah. are talking again. Yep. Oh, they're live. Let's let's go ahead and fly over, boys. Afterburners and thrust. I bet you they listen back like that was me. That's me. I could tell. I put that little extra, that little extra if, throttle push. If, if that's you. Fuck throttle you. twice. <laughs> yeah. Put that little extra throttle push <laughs> in there so I know it's me.
1: Did yeah. you see that That uh, there's another military base here and they'd like.
0: Yeah, it's more downtown, right?
1: No. There's I, a it National
0: was, Guard base.
1: Yeah, but somewhere. Are you talking
0: about the one in um, um, uh, Tucson?
1: I'm not sure. I think it might have been in Tucson, but the lady was. Something happened and one of them had dropped one of their flares.
0: Oh, and the yeah. lady walked heard about up and it
1: exploded in her face.
0: That wasn't here. That was, um, I think that was in Dallas. That was somewhere. No. I thought
1: it was Maybe here. it was Tucson.
0: I think it was, yeah, I think, yeah, it, was, I think yeah. it
1: was Tucson. That's crazy. That's, can you yeah. imagine that? though you're walking, <laughs>
0: motherfucker. She tried to poke it with a knife. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like, she tried to like, put, like it was a dead
1: it. animal and she was poking <laughs> it with a stick or she something. Found,
0: apparently, from what I heard on the news, is that her and her husband or boyfriend or whatever found it. And decided to take it home and poked it with a butter knife. And it fucking went off and burned like almost her entire body.
1: Oh my god. I wonder if she I wonder if her husband put up to his dick like did like a dick pic with <laughs> what? it.
0: Only you would think of that. <laughs> or like the kid who put the fucking sparklers and the gauge holes in his ears and shit. Saw that on YouTube. People are fucking stupid. I like
1: when people put the bottle rockets in their ass and they light it and, it, and like it burns so they clench up. And it won't escape so it goes and it's burning their asshole. And they're like they're like 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 moving like a worm. Fucking oh my god, dude.
0: Uh, People are stupid. We had the Super Bowl on Sunday. Didn't even watch
1: one second of it. No? No. Didn't even know what channel it was until you told me the next day.
0: Well you knew what channel it was because it interrupted your Sunday programming.
1: Well, I just know when it's Super Bowl Sunday, everything's there's no new programming on. Yeah, that's what I meant by it interrupted my oh. normal because I knew. So I just I think I watched the Simpsons marathon.
0: Oh, on an FSX or FXX? FXX, yeah. I enjoyed the Super Bowl. It was, a, it was an enjoyable game. The commercials were were very much lacking this year.
1: Is that Tony? No, that's not Tony Romo. Who's who's the Brady?
0: Tom Brady, yeah, the goat.
1: I, did they? Did you hear today that maybe his jersey did get stolen?
0: No, really. <laughs> yeah. They called in the fucking. They the called Texas them, Rangers. Yeah, they <laughs> called him Walker and the Texas Rangers to... I think it was Lance. He lives in Houston, doesn't he?
1: I swear he's our, so,
0: our listener Lance, I think I, I think
1: I messaged it was him. him. He told me it was him.
0: Yeah, sorry, he did, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he told us so he can get the uh, the Brady man musk on him.
0: Uh, hoping yeah.
1: for a promotion at work.
0: Yeah, hoping that after having a, a little one, his, <laughs> hey, his girlfriend still finds him sexy.
1: You smell like a winner. Yeah. You want a promotion? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we need to rub that all over our show, so... People give us reviews and likes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or at least rub them on the microphone. Yeah,
0: rub on the microphone a little bit so get that Brady man-musk going. Makes you an automatic winner. Uh, but congratulations to the New England Patriots, and if you're a Patriots fan, congratulations to you on, on that overcome victory yep. that...
1: I got five rings now.
0: ...should have completely belonged to the Atlanta Falcons, but that's why they play the game, so one team can have a, a horrid historical choke job And the other team can win five rings and be accused of cheating. And
1: There's always next year.
0: Who knows? But the commercials were lacking. The only... See, you know, I I think that's funny
1: is, is, okay, we all have DVRs now. Mm -hmm. We all record our shows so we don't have to watch commercials. Yeah. But yet on the Super Bowl, everybody watches commercials. The same commercials that they're going to fast forward through for the next year.
0: People, People live for the Super Bowl commercials, man. You know?
1: Dude, they were, were like, half of them were leaked, like, a week earlier.
0: No, I know. Yeah. That's the fucking age of the internet, though. I don't
1: know. I don't like commercials, so I wasn't going to watch something so I could actually watch them. Yeah. And anything I knew that was worth my interest would be on Facebook anyway, like uh, Stranger Things 2, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. So I knew anything that was mine related to me that I wanted to see, I I wasn't going to be able to escape... I didn't miss it.
0: Let's talk about that Guardians of the Galaxy trailer for a minute, man. That Those trailers, Drax looks like he's going to have, it looks like he's going to steal the show. Where Groot <laughs> and, Ra- and Rocket stole the first one, it looks like Drax is going to steal the show in this movie.
1: Yeah, it looks like they, they made him, they made his nothing goes over my head mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, his literalness.
0: Yeah. They seem like that. it's <laughs>
1: going to be... Yeah, it's gonna be nonstop through it.
0: Like, because the first commercial you got, it's when Mantis is telling uh, Peter or you know Star Lord that he has sexual feelings for Gamora. <laughs> Drax starts laughing at him, and he's like, "You must be embarrassed. She just told your deepest darkest secret." And then he's like, "Do me, do me." And then when you see this new trailer, <clears throat> when she gets crushed by the meteor, and he's like, "Look out!" Sorry guys, I tried. <laughs> like three minutes after he, she would already been fucking crushed.
1: It's, you know, I heard a lot of people are, they're like, mad about baby Groot.
0: Why? Apparently he's going to be a little asshole in this movie.
1: I think that, well, he's a kid. Yeah. Kids are assholes. <laughs> like, like, he's getting, like, I think they're going to have him, like, representative of being, like, a toddler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or, like, you know, like, like three to seven. They're assholes. Mm-hmm.
0: They're
1: asshole kids. I mean, I, I think they're, I think it's funny having him as, like, a little asshole kid. I do, too. I like that they're going to do that. So. It
0: continues on enough from the first movie without it just being, like, him magically all grown again. Like, yeah. it, it's a nice continuation.
1: No, it's going to be funny. Having, like, like when he takes that nuclear bomb and runs off. Dude, it's still funny every time I watch it. I, I am Groot. Yeah. I am Groot. No!
0: <laughs> no! <clears throat> I'm excited for it.
1: I am, too. And then Stranger Things, too, man, where they're fucking... Oh, dude. It, like... They 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 flash through all that stuff and you're like holy shit and then they're wearing fucking they're dressed up as Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Holy fuck!
0: Well, I didn't know. Like I was sitting there watching the and I was watching it and my sister was like because I was watching it my mom and dad with them. My sister was like, "That's a really old commercial because it starts off with the Lego with the Lego commercial." She's like, "Why are they showing such an old commercial?" It's like the anniversary of Egos, and then you you see um, it's like twitches and then you hear 11 and she like there with the nose with the fucking face period the nosebleed and uh, I was like dude that's stranger things too and like I started freaking out my dad's like what the fuck's the matter with you (laughs) my sister's never seen it and then when I was like dude are you kidding me and it's funny because the number one comment I see online is people being like what's the monster What's the monster? They told you at the end of season one what the monster is. It's the fucking Hydra. Yeah. Like, what do you mean, what's the monster?
1: Like, I seen uh, there was a a Facebook article. Did Stranger Things already leak, you know, what it was that, you know, what was in the background of that scene?
0: Yeah, it's the fucking Hydra. Everybody who's watched the first season knows that. (laughs) And it's cool that the monster is now going to be like a fucking cloverfield or godzilla-esque monster it looks like it looks like it's really gonna be
1: and it's gonna keep that 80s essence of everything yeah it's it's gonna be fucking
0: like they had some of the dopest power uh, proton packs on i wish i had a proton pack like that when i was a kid i had the shitty toy one that like had a little fucking plastic piece that spiraled that came around it and shit
1: and i had a plastic bag and a stick
0: (laughs) damn son i had a shot vac (sighs) i used my dad's shot vac (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you see
1: why Nona Ryder, like the, what was it, like the Golden Globes or whatever?
0: Oh, uh, freak out about, uh, dude's speech.
1: She wasn't freaking out. She just looked like she was high as shit.
0: She looked like she has got done getting banged in the trailer.
1: I think she banged a fucking, fucking some heroin before she, she was like, <laughs> fucking looking around no, and shit. she
0: looked like she just got fucking straight sexified, bro. She
1: got fucking railed from behind.
0: Um... But yeah, the Streets and Your Things 2 trailer really was fucking, it was fucking awesome. But then... Halloween. Yeah, then they went ahead and Netflix was They're like, we're going to troll you and leave you with the biggest fucking blue balls ever, <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Right. So then you're sitting there realizing that... For the next nine months, your life is going to consist of looking forward to Halloween next year just to watch Stranger Things. In one it day. won't, yeah, it won't be to take your shitty kids out trick or treating. It's going to be to stay home and fucking binge watch the fir- the next thirteen episodes of fucking Stranger Things. Oh, I can't wait! To but crazy. you got some stuff to get you through. You got Punisher coming mm. to Netflix. You have Iron Fist that starts next week or no, not next week, but next month in March. We. Did you see the first tra- Did you see the f- f- final trailer to Iron Fist? Yeah, that movie that show's going to be legit. I, I, it doesn't Hands it down. doesn't look as slow
1: as the other no. Netflix shows seem like like Daredevil was kind of slow and they kind of picked it up but like Jessica Jones was kind of slow. I didn't even bother with Luke Cage cuz I just knew that was slow.
0: It looks like they they spent more time focusing on the choreography of this and the fights. 'Cause the fight scenes look faster and everything yeah. looks faster. And that was one of my problems with, with Luke Cage is that some of the fight scenes were so slow and like you're like he throws a punch and then two seconds later Luke just like slaps it away. <laughs> like it's so slow the fight scenes in that film that show compared to what it is in an Iron Fist. It looks like they really focused on the choreography and they really went for it and it looks like it's gonna be really, really good. So I like the trailer. I like I've liked everything about it. It's the last we're finally getting the last defender introduced, introduction. We know Night Nurse is going to be in it. I hope Luke Cage is in a lot. I think season two of Luke Cage and season two of Iron Fist need to be combined, and it needs to just be Luke or Iron Fist the Power Man. Oh yeah, or Iron Fist and Luke Cage adventures, or or whatever. They need to just combine those two seasons together.
1: And they should do, they should do the opening of them like painting the fence and then doing the raft down the river.
0: <laughs> no, it should be the remake of, like, the Laverne and Shirley.
1: Oh, We're going to make it. They're fucking riding the bike together and shit. And uh-huh. fucking
0: At the factory they working. The fucking, they put the, the glove on the, the glove. factory, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, We're going to make it.
0: Yep. Laverne and Shirley, a.k.a. Iron Man See, and if Power if Jose Bus. was
1: here, he'd already have the music queued up. Right. But he, since he's in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> He, uh, he wouldn't go over with Andy. <laughs> he
1: he would go work with Andy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, that kind of upset me that we're not going to get Stranger Things till Halloween. But you have stuff to, to tide you over. Um, especially like Legion. Yeah, Legion. Um,
1: I'm watching that when I get home.
0: Legion was good, man. The first episode was really, really good. Like, I mean, you, you didn't like.
1: You weren't a Legion fan prior to watching the show. You didn't know much about him.
0: I knew about the character. Like, I know that he's Charles Xavier's bastard child. Uh I know that his mother was someone that Charles Xavier, she was basically um, a vegetable, and Charles Xavier used his powers to kind of, like, reactivate her brain and was kind of controlling her and... And they're kind of like the bastard. He's the bastard son of Charles Xavier. He,
1: he fucking goes like this, walks over. She's on his
0: dick, dude. <laughs> she's all just like, yeah. He just coaxes her to fucking, fucking come ride that dick.
1: He's fucking railing her. Oh, we're her. supposed to be a
0: family show, remember?
1: Oh, he's effing railing her?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's F-U-C-K railing her. For all you people who can't spell. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's, he's Charles Xavier's bastard child. But, and I know that he... He has the ability – he thinks he's crazy, but he's an omega-level mutant, and he has the ability to touch someone or take on
1: – I have the ability to touch someone, too. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Boop. He takes on their identity.
1: I just touched your knee. And
0: he ends up, like, killing, I think, a drug lord or something, and uh-huh. he ends up taking on his identity. And then whenever he needs – whenever um, the main dude can't do something, an identity takes over, and they – Each identity accesses a different power that he has.
1: What was his first appearance? New Mutants 45? New Mutants 25? Wow.
0: Let's see. I think... I sent it to you last night. I looked it up. It was only like a $17 book. I bought it like a year ago when they first... Oh, you already have it?
1: Yeah, I have a couple Mm -hmm. of them. When they first announced the show, Mm -hmm. I ran out and bought the... uh...
0: Because he plays an integral part in the all-new... the all new, X, our all new Marvel, now X Men run too. Like he's a dude with the giant, like fucking flat top.
1: Yeah, like fucking <clears> what's his name? Like Kid and Play. Twenty five.
0: Yeah, new means twenty five.
1: Um, no, he's like uh, uh Trygun. Yeah. Master Stampede. Yeah. That's what reminded me of.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but the show was really good. Uh, it's kind of like the first episode is kind of a mind fuck.
1: Like, do they jumble a lot of shit into it so that they? Well, can...
0: no. So what happens is it takes place in like three different locations. It takes place in like the mental hospital, and then in the real world, and then he's at this facility, and like he's he's kind of like drifting back and forth where he. It starts off with him in the in the mental hospital, and mm. like he. Like, Aubrey Plaza is in it, and she plays a character. That she had, plays a mental patient in it. And, like, this this weird girl comes in, and it's like, don't touch me. Like, won't let her touch him. And then they're in a kind of, like, group, and he's like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And she's like, yeah. And then it kind of, like, goes through them showing them dating. Mm-hmm. And then she comes to him one night, and she's like, I'm going to get out. And she's laying in bed next to him, but she puts, like, a pillow in between them so they can't touch. A pillow wall? Yeah. <laughs> and he ends up kissing her. But when he kisses her, she, like, disappears. And then he's in a room being interrogated for murdering people, and he's kind of like freaking out. He's like, "You were there." He was like, um, "I saw you." And and blah blah blah. Like he ends up escaping and coming in the real world too, and then like he's reliving all of this, and it's 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 really jumbled up and it's really hard to follow the first episode because you're you can't tell what's real and what's a um, basically an episode that he's having. Uh-huh. And as it comes to find out, it reveals more and more and breaks down. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, who wants to watch it just because it aired last night. But at the end, the last 20 minutes of it, you get some really cool mutant power use. So 25 and 26
1: of the issues you want to get.
0: Yeah, you get some really cool mutant power use at the end uh, when he's being saved from the facility. Is he,
1: like, in that room and everything's, like, floating around him? Or no, he's just Because that's what they here. were showing on Facebook. Like, you could do, like, the... <laughs> Like, you know, how you could do, like, a 3D yeah. around and it's him in there, and there's, like, everything's up, like, frozen in the air, like, you know. Well, there's
0: a part where he, like, flips out in the kitchen, and, like, it explodes everything. Like, <clears throat> all the knives and shit come out everywhere, and, like, everything explodes. And, uh, basically, they keep telling him he killed a bunch of people. Yeah. They keep telling him he killed a bunch of people, and he doesn't really remember it, and... It's just kind of like this weird whole weird situation, but like he's an omega level mutant. Like he's one of the strongest mutants. Mm-hmm. Even in the comic books, he's. They don't know how many powers he has. They just know that each different identity that he takes on has a different power, and they kind of show a little bit about of that in in the show too. Because once you see him kiss that girl, he kind of takes on her identity and can transform into her, and like she starts helping him. He starts seeing visions of her, mm-hmm. and she starts helping him, and it all work you'll you'll find out why at the end of the show at the end of the first episode but the last 20 minutes man when he's getting rescued you get some really cool mutant power use so it was actually more in, it was more exciting um, than watching an X-Men movie <laughs> honestly
1: could you see what they led up to Legion was Days of Future Past
0: yeah you the middle of it kind of got a little a little rough just because you're like what the fuck is going on? Like, you're so mind fucked. Like, yeah. I was watching it last night when I got home from trivia and I was like, maybe I just need to stop <laughs> because I mean, I watch, I don't know how many people watch these shows, but like Wednesday nights when I get home from trivia, I've got arrow to watch. I've got, um, Alaskan Bush people. <laughs> I don't know why, but I fucking, I'm obsessed with that show. Oh. Um, Alaskan Bush people. What else? I watch, um, um, I'm a fresh off No, I'm fresh off the boats On Tuesdays I've been watching that show That's a good show um, <laughs> But I watched Did you watch Legion. the
1: episode where they, With the whole college debut and The yeah, an the, artist Yeah,
0: the or? art school, yeah. yeah Um. But I watch all those shows And uh, so Legion Oh, Man Seeking Woman Is another one I watch With Jay Baruchel <clears throat> But um, I was like Maybe I should just watch Something else And finish it And I ended up doing that Because I was like this is just all over the place.
1: That's kind of cool. Though. So
0: I ended up watching, finishing it today when I was in a fresher mind, and going back and rewatching it. And if you, when you watch it, and if you kind of get that feeling of, this is crazy. I, I, yeah. I, maybe I'm not getting this. I should just stop. Just keep going. Just keep powering <laughs> through. No, I'm telling you, just keep powering through because at the end, the last twenty minutes puts it all together, uh-huh. and it kind of unravels it all. And you're like, oh, okay, this is what we've been seeing, and that's and so. You know, I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody, but it's just the the cool
1: So what do you what do you rate it?
0: <clears throat> I, I would honestly give it a um a nine nine. I'm not say nine nine
1: nine eight nine. Nice like it was a lot better than I expected you to
0: give it. It it was good. Um like I said, it was it's, it's it makes you think. Yeah. It's not it doesn't spoon feed you. And if any of you you listen to Matt and a Matinee, like the last couple movies I reviewed, like split so, I mean, the other one, it's one of the things I really liked is that it doesn't spoon feed you stuff. And that's kind of what the show does. The show takes it upon yourself and it trusts and in the intelligence of the fan watching the show that you can, you're going to kind of work through this. Oh, and you're out. Gonna, well, you're going to kind of work through this and you're going to go on the ride with them and it's going to pay off for you. And they're going to give you what you're looking for at the end of the episode. So it, it, it's really ending. cool. No, mm-hmm. but... The episodes are in chapters, so chapter one, mm-hmm. chapter two. That, that I thought that was pretty cool, but I think it's going to be if they keep on the same path they're going, and they keep um what's his name far far away from it. Um, I can't think of the director's name. Brian Singer. Brian Singer. They keep Brian Singer far um, far away from it. It'll do all right. It's gonna do all right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So eight nine eight nine was. My uh, surprising. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. All right, now here we go. Oh
1: fuck! I gotta go.
0: Walking Dead returns this Sunday. I'm so happy. Oh god. The mid season premiere. Not the premiere. Not the premiere. All right, I gotta. So season seven B starts this Sunday. Seven B. What are some things that you're hoping to see from the second half of season seven? War. Of Walking Dead that we didn't get from the first part of the season. We got a new we got a new trailer that shows this fucking crazy looking Resident Evil armored out zombie. I don't know what the fuck that's all about.
1: What am I expecting out of this next half season? What are we hoping
0: to see? Like as far as like what we know happens in the comics versus the T V show? What what are you hoping to see? Who are you hoping dies? Who are you hoping makes it?
1: Well, first I'm hoping that they don't do what they did with the last season and make it one character p- focus. Yeah. I hope they do what they did towards the end of the episode is, is you see everything that's going on. I'm really, and I'm really excited to, to watch the all out war plan come together. Like I want to see how they're going to, because I think they're going to dive into it a little bit more on the show than they did in the comic. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really excited to see the the meeting of fucking Ezekiel and Rick. And I'm just hoping it's not really slow like it was uh, last, like the, the most of last half of the season.
0: The first half of the season.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping it's. But like, I'm just I'm just hoping that. I I'm just hoping that they don't. Cram, I, I like they. I don't. I hope they don't have like a small, like a slow puttering start, and then they try to cram the actual war, like too you know too fast. I'm hoping that they, <coughs> they, they drag it out a smudge, and they really like dive into them going to battle with Negan. You know what I mean, like. I really, I'm really curious how how they're going to portray it because it was, if I remember right, it was, it was awesome to read it. It was it was a fun read. Yeah, the whole All Out War was a fun read, and I'm hoping that they take that and and put it so that it works. You know what I mean? And I hope I hope All Out War doesn't end up being like one, uh, like 71 minute episode.
0: I think All Out War. It's <clears throat> going to be three episodes. I can... The final three episodes of the season. I think all three episodes will be an hour and a half long. And the final episode is going to end with Rick. The final confrontation between Rick and Negan will be the... Where the, he
1: breaks the, his leg.
0: Yeah, will be the series finale. I don't series finale, but season finale. I don't think they're going to live on leave on a cliffhanger. I don't think they're gonna leave you in a bad place like they did with, with season seven or season six. I think that you're gonna you're gonna see I think where they're gonna leave the cliffhanger is when you see the one year time jump. I think we're gonna get the one-year time jump, or we're gonna get where Negan
1: this, that's, Rick's
0: gonna give a speech about how they can be better and decide not to kill Negan and put him in a cell, and we're gonna we're gonna put him on trial. Because
1: you've already seen the cell. <laughs> right. Like we've we've seen it in
0: in the show Alexandria, already. in yeah. the
1: show already, we mm-hmm. know it's there. So that already goes to show that they've already given us the that. Uh, oh my god! Foreshadowing. No, that Easter
0: egg. If, same thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was trying to actually think the word Easter egg. Yeah. But yeah <laughs> they they gave us that Easter egg that they already have the cell, but which is kind of weird to me is why do they have a cell like? that that means that was there when
0: that community was being built. Well, no, Morgan built it. Morgan started building That's right, that's right. when uh he was trying to keep the wolf there.
1: That's right. When he was trying to figure out how to cure him.
0: Yeah. But and it wasn't below Rick's house though. No.
1: But in the comics it's below Rick's house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um but it was nice. I mean, like how said you got that foreshadowing already. Um and I think season eight is going to pick up with the one-year time jump.
1: And I'm kind of nervous now that I actually think it's going to be Daryl and Dwight. They're we're going to get we're not going to lose one of them. I think we're going to keep both of them. I think we're going to keep both uh, of them because they've already <clears throat> showed Daryl with a new crossbow. Yeah, you know what I mean they've already so I think and unless they kill Dwight and then Daryl assumes that Dwight role because if they that's that's the, oh, that's the only way they can do it what that's the only way they can do it because we all know you, you guys all out there know from us talking about walking dead all the way up to issue 163 that from here in the middle of all-out war is when Dwight decides to switch sides he decides he doesn't want to fight like he, he remember he pretends
0: to fight and he switches over what they seem to do with Daryl is Daryl seems to be a pivot character if a character comes up in the show that's from the book that Daryl assumes that role. Currently, they pivot him to something else. Yeah, just like when um, he was Rick's right hand man until Abraham came in, and they kind of pivoted him to be the to be a scout now. So, like what they they chose not to pivot him, they chose to keep him in that role when. Um, Tyrese was there because mm-hmm. Tyrese was Rick's original right hand man. Yep. And then they pivot they they kept Daryl there. But when um
1: poor beaten puppy. <laughs>
0: when uh you know, when Abraham came in for the last couple of episodes, he kind of became Rick's go to guy. So they kinda of pivoted Daryl to a different role. So you would I mean, knowing who we know in the comic book, what role do you see them pivoting Dale Daryl to? If you think they're gonna keep both him and Dwight, I don't see how they can. They're the same character; they're too similar.
1: I, I just, I just don't see them. I don't see them killing Daryl during this all-out war. But I do, But Dwight has to switch sides. I mean,
0: Daryl is to the point now where like he's got plot armor. Like they're not gonna. They're <laughs> Robert Kirkman says everyone is off, or no one's off limits, but I don't think they're gonna kill him. Maybe not in war. I don't think I don't think he's gonna die. I don't know. Anytime but soon. I I just don't. I honestly foresee him being the leader of the saviors, and I think that's where they might change it up, where he might end up being the leader of the saviors after they split the communities.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Because I think where Michonne. I think that Tara is going to become the leader of the Oceanside people.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I think um, that's where her role is going to be. We already know Michonne is basically taking over Andrea's place. So Michonne's going to stay at Alexandria. You're, I still foresee Maggie so taking you don't, over So you Hilltop. don't see
1: Michonne leaving.
0: No, I see Carol taking over the kingdom.
1: So you see her like... Not being there for a while and then coming back on the boat then.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, don't see I see I see that being Carol. I think Carol's going to leave for a while because she's kind of already in after that mindset.
1: Time. This is after the time, John.
0: <clears throat> yeah, she's already in that mindset where she doesn't want to do this anymore. And I think, well, yeah. So I think she'll leave and go on the boat and, and do all that because she doesn't want to. She needs to change. And then when she comes back, I think that's when all that shit will happen with Ezekiel and she'll realize I her. I
1: forgot how close they were to the water. Yeah. Because they aren't that far away. But they don't mention the water a lot in the comics.
0: They don't mention the water until you see they do the chime jump and Michonne comes back <laughs> yeah. on the boat. I was like, wait, what? Like they have ships. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, they don't have like a little like fishing, like like a little pontoon boat. Like right. They're on like a big fishing boat.
0: But, um... And
1: then it did, they don't talk about it again. They right. mention it. She mentions it a couple times. Michonne does, you know, when she gets depressed about yeah. Ezekiel. She talks about going back on the boats. But, yeah. I mean, they don't. Yeah. You think they would have done more of that? But I
0: think that's what Carol's going to do. Leave on the boat? Yeah. And I foresee... I foresee... I don't, I'm don't. i sorry if you're a Sasha fan, but I think she's going to die. I think her her time is up.
1: I, I think her and fucking... Big boob bitch. Tara? I mean, Biatch.
0: No, I think Tara's going to become the leader of the Oceanside. You think so? Yeah.
1: And then I hope they don't talk about him ever again.
0: Um, Enid, I think Enid's going to stay alive because she's going to be the new Sophia. Since Sophia's still alive in the comics. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to assume Sophia's role. I mean, it's interesting that they're filling these roles with different characters. It's essentially the same thing. They're going to pass the comics. No, they don't. You
1: don't think so? No, because they can do that whole whisper war in one episode because it's that crappy.
0: Well, yeah. Unless say, I, I think they're gonna. You're gonna get more out of it. I don't think we're gonna. To, I don't think we'll get to whispers till season nine. I think there'll be something else in season eight. Like what? I don't know, but I think they're gonna. I think they'll they'll stray away a little bit. Like they got more things planned. Um going forward what Nothing. what um I,
1: I I think there's gonna be a lot of cool I, I what I think that Kirkman should start doing is uh, um kind of what they're doing with Outcast like they've 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 caught up
0: uh huh
1: and and it's kind of gonna go in it's own little thing I think and I think that's what I'm kind. It would be kind of cool if Walking Dead actually like did that for season eight, with the time jump and you know like. (laughs) It's, it's (laughs) a. I just fucking forgot what I was saying, (laughs) Um, but yeah, if they did like if they did something else before they actually went to the Whisper War, like yeah. But the only thing is, what could they do? We've. We've grown watching The Walking Dead go through shit. To have the low that, the lull that we had, from the time jump to the Whisper War. The, there would be it would only be me and you watching The Walking Dead, <laughs> like yeah. that, you know. And if everybody out there remembers us monthly, doing that low that we're okay. There's not much in The Walking Dead, but he's stringing yeah. us along with this. He's str. Kirkman is working its magic by stringing along with that and mm. you know what I mean they're they they were, they're gonna have to figure out something to put in that that gap yeah cause that was a number of issues of fucking nothing
0: well who knows where they like it's only pure speculation right now where they're gonna go if after the one year time jump we might not even get the time jump in the show
1: no we might not uh, which would actually be kinda cool too yeah if it wasn't a year later and they just fucking they just fucking Wowed through, just like normal. That'd be quite cool.
0: It's, so, I mean, who, who knows what's going to happen?
1: You think Daryl's going to leave, though? Huh? I mean,
0: we're, we're purely speculating on the show and the comic and <clears throat> the way the show works and how things are going. Do I think Daryl's going to leave?
1: Yeah, you said, in like, and, and be with the saviors. So. Yeah.
0: I think he'll, he'll end up taking over his own community. Because Rick's going to put people in charge that he trusts.
1: Yeah.
0: In these communities. And I think, I, but that's assuming, that's me saying that assuming Dwight doesn't live. Because if you remember in the comic, Dwight became the leader of the Saviors, and he decided he didn't want to be a leader, mm-hmm. and he left. So, and, and that put, um, I can't remember his name, the fucking dude with one eye. Yeah, the dude that was watching him yeah, at the end of the that last... that put him in charge. <clears throat> so, who, who knows what's going to happen? I, I just foresee right now the situation that Daryl gets put there, but it might end up being Dwight again. Who knows? Um... I honestly don't even know if we, we see Dwight making it out alive of all this because why would you have two of the same character on the show but, but
1: i I haven't understood that yet
0: maybe maybe Dwight's gonna be the guy that'll do the things that Daryl won't you know and like what? who knows maybe Dwight'll just disappear forever or or who knows but you you think that's dwight whose boots we saw?
1: Yes, that's what I yeah. think it is. I
0: think it's Dwight. It could be that, you know, it could be that Dwight uh Negan kills Dwight at the end of uh, All Out War. How fucking cool would that be? It could be that he God, finds out. Fuck
1: had, oh, they fucking bashes him with Lucille. Yeah, he finds oh. out that he
0: he turned on him. Dude, you know how bad that would be? Just, just a not even like on the
1: knees, but just like a, just a crack to the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah, like the Negan could be like hey, you know what? I don't I don't need you piece of shit get out of here and as he's walking away you just see whack and he fucking man. falls and that'd be the end of the episode. Oh man. I think we're
0: going to get the Negan. We're going to get at least a 3 episode or 2 episode Negan origin story in season 8, I'm thinking. Maybe one episode. They could probably do it in one. A
1: little flashback thing.
0: Yeah, we'll kind of like do it <clears> what light. they're doing in the the whole um Image Plus right now the Here Comes Negan thing. Yeah, I think you're going to get that eventually as well. Here comes Negan. But they can they can implement characters and in, in bad guys in the show and in situations in the show that aren't in the comics yet, or haven't been in the comics. That'd be cool too. But yeah, we've got the way it is now. You get All Out War, which is a long story arc, which is the war with Negan, where Rick basically reclaims his position, and then after that, it's a one year time jump. Yep. and. And Rick is in charge, but he's not really in the battlefield anymore. He's got a network of... They basically rebuild the communities, and he's got a network of people. Like, things are good Mm -hmm. for Rick Grimes. And then that's when Alpha shows up, and and shit gets kind of...
1: Out of control. Out of control again,
0: but... Who knows? Because they could drag... I mean, they could... Well, not drag out, but they they could go more in depth with the Whisperers in the show than they did in the comic. Yeah.
1: I mean, it would be cool to see those seas of of the dead. Yeah. You know, like, like it'll be cool seeing them on the rooftop,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when she's pretty much saying, just fucking don't fuck with us. Yeah. And you just see that fucking, the sea of the dead. It'd be fucking cool.
0: But uh, that's just some stuff we speculate to look forward to in the second half of season seven of The Walking Dead. Um... What else? Have you have you watched any of? Um, oh, have you watched any of Riverdale on the CW? Uh-uh. It what it is? It is a an Archie show, Archie and Jughead show. Told point, and it's narrated, and it's told from the point of view of Jughead. It's kind of like a murder mystery show. Archie's banging his hot teacher. Betty and Veronica are still fighting over Archie. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there's still key aspects. And they're in high aspects. school, right? Yep. There's yeah. still key aspects of the comic, but it's set in modern times. They still have the malt shop, but Jughead is kind of like this.
1: It'd be cooler if it was a vape shop. But I was joking. <laughs> Jughead is kind of like this could... mis-
0: this like mystery dude, like writes this mystery blog and it's kind of like social outcast. And that's what I do. There's a murder. It's... One of the kids in their high school gets killed. Yeah. And so like that's the whole show resolves around this murder mystery and who did it, and everything like that. And The first episode, I was kind of like, eh, this is kind of stupid, but I'll watch it. And then the second episode grabbed me, and I was like, all right, I'm hooked. Yep, by the balls. So it's an interesting interesting little show. By the short hairs? I just didn't know if you, yep. (laughs) Right by the taint. I didn't know if you watched it, so. No. Um, I would definitely say if you like crime dramas or murder mysteries, Mm -hmm. I would say give it a shot if you're an Archie fan. Um, Let's talk about Powerless. The new NBC comedy show from DC Entertainment. I would have to say I watched it. As did I. A little I, rough. It's a little rough. A little rough. A little campy. Hmm.
1: I like that they kind of gave it like an old school superhero feel to it. Like the, the campiness, the mm-hmm.
0: the and Well, considering Adam West narrates it. Right. And you, you only assume that Bruce Wayne is Adam West in the show. So I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, I got uh, like I
1: like I, li- I, I like that there was little zingers in it. Mm-hmm. I, I like the the one the uh, the one dude was like, all right. She's like, when Vanessa Hudgens was like, all right, we're gonna still stay here, and she's like, he's like, all right, everybody, we got our job back. She's like, well, I didn't really get our job back. She was just saying that to make us feel better. Yeah, like <laughs> the, the zingers like that, mm-hmm. and like when the sex doll didn't work. Hmm. Like the, and like she had that, that her, She had the fucking, uh, the her Emily. Sex color is not ready for
0: distribution.
1: Like <laughs> she had the Emily, she's like, uh, you know, like the Emily detector. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta, I gotta widen the range on this. Yeah. There was all these little zingers and all these little things that were like, okay, I can see where this show can grow. Yeah. I think they should have made the, this first episode a, a tad stronger because i think it, it lacked in the fan base of people that are not that are that are outside the realm of, of waiting shit out like a lot of us are yeah and i and i think that hurt it because it didn't give it a lot it didn't give you as someone who didn't really know and was just given it a shot it didn't give you that that oh man Next Thursday I need to watch Powerless. It, yeah. did, it didn't do that. It did it to me because I I I saw the potential in it. I saw the quirkiness of it. I enjoyed the the little things that were in it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's gonna keep and Vanessa Hodges is fucking hot. <laughs> so but the, the those are things of what okay, I I'm going to give this show like a guy at my work, he's not into nothing but I was talking about it. Yeah, so, and he's a, he likes to watch. The guy likes to watch TV. That's his thing, man. The motherfucker.
0: Don't we all like to watch that TV? That motherfucker.
1: I've never seen anybody fill up a DVR like this dude and his wife can. They, I mean, they are across the board. They they will give everything a shot. They don't
0: give a shit. They are class classic TV watchers. Son. Yeah,
1: they. I mean, they watch everything from crime dramas to. NCIS to Southern Pride shows, Homicide to, to Lucifer to I mean it it their their spectrum is all over the place, and he was like I'm not going to watch it again, and then I started talking about it like I'm talking about it now. What about this and that? And he was like, you know what, maybe I will try to give it again. I said it just didn't have a strong start. Yeah, I think I think once you you didn't con- you didn't quite connect with anybody yet, and I think if you give it four episodes. I think you'll find those connections to these characters and that they have uh, built on it a little bit Mm -hmm. because they didn't, there was no, there wasn't much building.
0: Well, the thing is, is that the show is pretty much targeted at comic fans or old school Batman TV show watchers because they throw in that Easter egg of Bruce Wayne Uh being Batman. Yeah. Uh, not, well, not Bruce Adam Wayne. Adam West. Adam West, yes. Thank you. Of Adam West being Batman, so they kind of draw the older generation and, in with that. And it's that. not in Gotham. N- no, it's, it's not set it's, in Gotham. It's like,
1: it's like in the outside suburb. But
0: like, like, it, they mention Wayne. Mm-hmm. They mention Bruce Wayne in a lot. <clears throat> they mention Batman. He calls this is them the first of all. <laughs> yeah, this is the first TV show that mentions Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, So you know he exists. You know, he, They work for Bruce Wayne's cousin.
1: But I thought it was weird because, like, if you see the synopsis of the show, they're insurance adjusters, but they're not insurance adjusters. No, they
0: changed that though. That's the thing is that they change. It seemed like they. It seems like from what the original synopsis of the show was, because, they
1: Because like, If you go on like like I have the Direct TV app, and this is what was kind of weird about it was do
0: they still use that same synopsis? Yeah, because I, I had adjusters? pulled it,
1: I had pulled it up.
0: Maybe that's what they transition into instead uh, of being because if you're if you haven't watched the show, the premise of the show is it's what the normal everyday people do that live in this town that's See, always
1: this is the like on direct tv this is what the this is what it says the world of iconic superheroes crosses genres and powerless. this first comedy series by dc comics it says emily is a high-spirited young insurance adjuster who provides specialized coverage for regular people against the damage that's caused by crime fighting superheroes when an epic battle messes with her commute, she confronts one of her larger-than-life figures and makes becomes a cult hero in her own right. And at least among her co-workers, mm-hmm. as she navigates her mundane life, she realizes that heroism isn't always required to have superpowers. But that's Maybe. not what – they're not insurance adjusters.
0: No, they're trying to prevent injuries. They're a
1: security company.
0: Yeah. Wayne Security, yeah. So maybe they're going to pivot, though. Maybe they pivot to being insurance adjusters or, or something, or they change it in, in episode two. Because like, yeah, yeah, I was watching
1: but. it, and I was like, when – because I thought – because that's the whole point of why I wanted to watch the show. I thought that was clever that, okay, so now we get to see these super – like, so I thought maybe it was going to pivot when uh, when they – right before they had built that smell thing, yeah. the smell meter or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, to tell when the the bad guy is near you.
1: And when when he had flown in and he was starting to destroy, I was like, oh, they're gonna go out. Maybe this is when they switch over to, you know, maybe they work for an insurance company. That's what they try to do. Yeah. But they just seem to be scientists working. So I was like, when does it? Because that would be cool. They go out, and I think it'd be funny. They go out, and they like they have like tape measures and they like survey the damage, and they yeah, they're like, okay, you know, well, sorry, but. Um, Superheroes didn't, flying in, you didn't, that wasn't part of your coverage. You
0: opted it, out of Joker insurance? Exa- <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Like, at sorry we can't cover you because, you know, he didn't throw that from the street, he threw it from the sky, and he didn't yeah. have falling from the sky insurance, and we're sorry, but we can't yeah. be, that, And I thought that was going to be like the quirkiness of it, but not like they were going to like.
0: Yeah, because I kind of got that same feeling watching the first episode. I was like, this doesn't feel like what it was presented to be. Uh and i was like that sounds like a really cool idea and i still enjoyed it like i found it quirky in a good way i found it campy in a good way and yeah. kind of like i said it kind of pulled on your being someone who watched the old batman like i'm sure you did too the the 60s batman with adam west it kind of pulled my interest a little bit to see adam west n- n- voicing it over as bruce wayne and it was kind of cool that they mentioned the joker and they used the classic joker image you know uh-huh. for everything and The Joker.
1: They they arrested him at the end of the episode. Yeah, and
0: well, they they create the Joker pen to counteract the Joker's laughing gas, and they're like, oh, it's in two different shades of purple now, and you know, and and they catch him at the end, and Batman caught him using the same device that they had just created, and you know, it's it was cool and quirky and fun, but like I said, it wasn't what it was advertised, and it was cool that you got to see like Crimson Fox, like you just see these other DC smaller Mm -hmm. heroes and. You get to see her actually like save the train, and like you get to see some superhero activity in it. Yeah, I, so. I think
1: I recorded it late. And I think I missed the first five minutes.
0: Oh yeah, I
1: didn't. I started watching it. She was, she was there, and she was talking to dude, and he was like, uh, like she had walked in, and nobody already didn't like her. Yeah. By the time she had walked in, that's where I picked up as I missed like the first
0: five minutes yeah cause when well, she's on the in like the beginning of the show she's on the train and was getting attacked she's like freaking out and they're like whatever people are like whatever A big whoop, this happens every day <laughs> and See, like that. The, the train comes off the track and Crimson Fox catches it and sets it down and she's like you're Crimson Fox and she's, whatever and then, then Hudgens turns around she's like that's Crimson Fox and the dude's like we see it every day a big whoop it's always always like affects our commute and she's like i don't care i'm taking a selfie anyway and then like takes a picture of herself after it all happened and then it cuts to her going into to wayne security Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's a quirky little show i'm gonna give it a couple more episodes if it doesn't get stronger i mean that was the pilot episode so if it doesn't get stronger then who knows but it, I kind of felt like one of my favorite shows on Thursday nights is Superstore. I don't know if you watch that on NBC. It, it's a funny comedy. It just reminds me of my days working at Walmart and things like that. And, um, it's on before it, and it, that kind of that show kind of started off the same way, where it was kind of rough going the first couple episodes. It was to the point where NBC gave you the first three episodes on, like you could watch in advance. Yeah. Um. And it was kind of the same way, and it it came around. So I'm hoping that it comes
1: I hope it grows legs. Um,
0: Let's get into a little bit of news here. Um, Kingpin actor says zero chance of appearance in uh, Punisher. um, Netflix show. Kingpin actor Vincent uh, D'Onofrio has confirmed that he will not be returning his fisk for the forthcoming Punisher series in Netflix. I'm okay with that. I don't think you need it. No, we had enough. He was in he was in a little bit of season two of Daredevil. Uh-huh. He was the main villain in season one of Daredevil. He had his interaction with Frank Castle in the prison. So it depends on what they do with the Netflix series. If this is his time before meeting Daredevil, mm-hmm. then it doesn't make sense to have him there. And if it is time after meeting Daredevil, he's still I believe he's still in jail. So it doesn't make sense to have him in the show. So yeah. I think you could do more with the Vincent D'Onofrio later. I don't think you need to overuse him as the kingpin, overuse him as a bad guy.
1: I think he should be a farmer that gets a bug inside of him.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> From his character in Men in Black? Yeah. Edgar, your skin is falling off your bones.
1: <laughs>
0: there, is that better? <laughs> right? Um, but I don't think you need too much of him.
1: No, let's get some new, a new villain in there. Yeah.
0: Uh, Popular video game to become a Netflix show. Popular comic video game. Stranger uh, Things? No. Popular Konami video game Castlevania is now a Netflix original series with season one launching in 2017. Really? And season two in 2018. Yep. Dude, I remember
1: playing that as a kid. That used to piss me (laughs) off.
0: Yep. The press release stated inspired by the classic video game series Castlevania is a dark medieval fantasy following the last surviving member of. You should do Contra. Right. The last member of the disgraced Belmont clan trying to save Eastern Europe from execution at the hands of Vlad Dracula Valad? himself or Vlad, yeah.
1: Whatever his name is. Yeah.
0: The animated series. Um, oh, it's going to be an animated series. The animated series um, is written by bestselling author and comic book icon Warren Ellis and executive producer uh, Warren Ellis, Kevin Kolb, Fred. Sabert and Adabi Shankar so yeah <clears throat> there you go. hopefully it doesn't suck our Com- video games don't seem to transition well to TV or uh. our movies if in the case of Assassin's Creed. the CW shifts legends of tomorrow final and changes I zombie premiere. they keep doing that they keep like pushing it uh there's a reason and, and we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, The CW has made some minor changes to its mid-season schedule that will affect not only the season final of DC Legends of Tomorrow, but also the season premiere of iZombie. Originally planned to kick off its third season April 4th with back-to-back episodes, iZombie will instead air a one-hour premiere at 9 p.m. following the season two final of Legend of Tomorrow, which moves to 8 p.m. The Flash is on hiatus that week. And will return to its regular 8 p.m. time slot Tuesday, April 11th, followed by a new episode of iZombie. So they're kind of just... Because right now on Tuesdays, it's Flash and then Legends of Tomorrow. Mm. And it's like they, they take these hiatuses with Flash. Like we're on a two-week hiatus with Flash, so it doesn't come back until the 21st of this month. And then they'll do... So it sounds like March, they're going to do... Toward the end of March, they're going to do another hiatus. They'll do like a four-week hiatus. Uh-huh. And come back in April, um, but it doesn't sound like Legends of Tomorrow is going to do that. So, um, they're kind of spacing things out, and I think it's and I and I know why. And it's going to come up in another story here. Um, so they can all do a musical together? <laughs> no, no, God damn it. <laughs> um in here the black lightning lands an official pilot order at cw so the dc hero black lightning is now coming to cw as well as a live action show um while a pilot was initially developed for fox the cw picked up the dc superhero show black lightning after it was ultimately passed over as fox believed the show was just wasn't a good fit for their network according to the um to the report after um after snagging its fifth superhero property the CW will stagger their superhero programmings throughout the year to avoid scheduling five straight nights of superhero series. So I think that's why they're doing it, is that they're trying to spread everything out because they've got all these superhero properties. You don't want to do two shows Monday, two shows Tuesday, two shows Wednesday. Yeah. And then, because right now, it used to be you had nothing Monday. You had Flash and iZombie Tuesday, Mm -hmm. Arrow Wednesday, and then Legends Thursday. So now you have Supergirl Monday because they added Supergirl this season. Yep. Then you have Flash and Legends Tuesday. You have Arrow Wednesday and you have Riverdale because they added Riverdale on Thursday. So, And now they've got Black Lightning, so they're going to try and space yeah. in iZombie, which comes back and they're going to spread that's everything out. It's a lot out. of comicness. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, Samurai Jack is returning. I don't know if you ever watched Samurai Jack. I think so. Um, Sam I'm pretty sure I have. Samurai Jack fans rejoice as they find uh as they find out everyone's favorite time display Samurai will return to Adult Swim after 13-year hiatus on March 11th, 2017. Their last episode of Samurai Jack was in 2004. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. So it's returning to Adult Swim uh, March 11, t- 2017. For its fifth season. Um, Here's something I found interesting. South Park will back off of Donald Trump. South South Park creator Trey Parker and Matt Stone have roasted everyone under the sun for the better part of the last 20 years. No one was off limits and all topics were fair game and that is until now. In an ABC News interview, South Park co-creator Trey Parker said it's tricky and and it's really tricky now that the satire has become reality. We were really trying to make fun of what was going on last season, but we couldn't keep up. What was actually happening was way funnier than anything (laughs) we could have come up with. So we decided just to back off and let politicians do their comedy and we'll do ours. So, I mean, do you think that's a good move that South Park is going to move away kind of from current events? Because, you know, I don't think they're going to move away from current events. I think they're just going to move away from Trump. uh, But is it a kind of like a fear thing that he's stealing but he's no I think the just way he's just it because tweeting because and...
1: he, he, he's a f- he's fucking crazy as it is Yeah, there's nothing that they're gonna be able to do
0: that's gonna top what that's he that's gonna himself. top the
1: fucking yeah. asinine stupid shit that he does already like I mean like the guy can't even stop tweeting oh my god I, I it's like a morning joke with me and the couple guys at my work I always go on because he's already you know there's a two hour time difference I get to yeah. work at I get to work at like you know like Twenty to six. already eight morning. o'clock there. Yeah. So he's already. Yeah, he's already. He's already. On, he's already on like on his fifth tweet.
0: Well, and, and you you got a retarded um, press secretary now that's just getting destroyed by everyone.
1: So I mean, there's there's nothing that they could. There's nothing that they can do that to make fun of. You're you're making fun of something that just is is you know. Just like uh, just the shit that he writes and the shit that people retort back to him on Twitter. I don't know if you read what he actually writes on Twitter and what everybody says back to Trump. Yeah. South Park could not, they they couldn't even make that shit up if they wanted to. The
0: the funny thing is is like they were showing a a tweet he did the other day, and they're like, here's the president, here's the presidential day schedule. So in the middle of a security meeting, he's tweeting about some fucking um some fucking i don't know what the store clothing store disrespecting his wife like i can't remember who it was he's tweeting about some like fucking you know like store in a mall shopping or clothing store whatever fuck it was like disrespecting his wife or daughter or something like that he is, and it's like you're in the middle of a U.S. security meeting, you know, a security meeting. You're tweeting about someone how they disrespected your wife. Come on, now, like that's that's low. What is that? My work phone. Oh, the office phone is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
1: wasn't even gonna say. That. I know,
0: but yeah, it, it's just it's a joke. Look,
1: like, like right here. It says, see you in court. The security of our nation is at stake. That's what Donald Trump wrote two hours ago. This lady's like, so you're taking the court to court <laughs> <laughs> so th- for a decision they made on facts? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it. it's just a shit that people.
0: It's a shit show. It's a shit show. And I, I, I completely agree. Like, like he, South Park could not write anything better than what's actually going on.
1: Like, this guy just, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Burn. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's just a shit that.
0: <laughs> yeah That's that's the joy of You know what I know Why doesn't he, he tweet <laughs> Why doesn't he tweet from the presidential account that he has He has a presidential account And then he has his own personal account And he likes to just tweet from his, per, his personal account It's like it's, if he's <laughs> yeah, It's like if he spouts off at the mouth That his personal account It didn't happen
1: Yeah It's just I don't know It's any he, Dude he's like it's it's just it's just crazy and yeah they're they just they couldn't they couldn't make anything up that's not already going on like it's just so crazy that you it's you'd watch it and it wouldn't be funny you yeah. know what I mean it just, and I, I don't blame them
0: um <clears throat> moving on could we potentially be seeing a return of firefly brown chords rejoices the beloved sci-fi series that was discovered too late after Fox had already hit axed it from its airways after just one season in 2002 could be making a comeback. Fox president of entertainment, David Madden recently said that the option for the network to make more Firefly was on the table, provided that series creator Joss Whedon is on board as a showrunner. The ball has been bounced into Whedon's court. Firefly can apparently continue if Whedon makes it happen. Whedon! But for, uh... <laughs> But from his most, from most interviews in the recent years, it sounds like Joss Whedon has already taken his Firefly ball and went home, as he has shown no interest in returning to the show. He said on multiple occasions he had no interest in making any more Firefly. So, hopefully, we'll see what happens. I mean, never say never. Stranger things have happened, uh-huh. and he could. The outcry of this could potentially bring him back. To do more Firefly episodes But Pass I think some of the actors Are I think one of the actors Is dead already And They're all gonna be All older now Pass and So Just leave it We'll see what happens Pass Hard pass And then My big news of the day That I didn't hear Until I fucking woke up From my afternoon nap So that way I wasn't Napping through the podcast
1: So you don't hear this <laughs>
0: yeah, You don't <laughs> Your hear Your forehead
1: that. Hit the fucking <laughs> microphone
0: Kevin Smith announced new Jay and Silent Bob movie. And I'm going to go ahead and read his, his little excerpt here. I think they're he going to go
1: from Jersey to L.A. I think it's kind of interesting.
0: Well, just like they did in the first one. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, Kevin Smith has announced today the new Jay and Silent Bob movie is in the works. Uh, this is not a drill. He says, this is an actual image from my laptop, Smith exclaimed. Yes, kids, Jay and Silent Bob are coming back. There's the st- uh, Here's the story. Sadly Clerks 3 can't happen. One of our four leads opted out of the flick, which I don't know who that was. Um, actually I do think I know who that was. I think it was Jeff. I think it was like, who plays Randall. I think he's the one out that opted Marat? out. Of No, out of Clerks 3. Oh. I think he's the one that opted out cuz he had issues with um not wanting to make the movie cuz Mir I guess I think Miramax or the Weinstein still owed him money. They make the from Crying Clerks Game, 2. right? Yeah, <laughs> from Clerks 2. <laughs> so I think he's the one that opted out, but I'm not sure is so um, money? Yeah. Um hmm. cuz one of our four our one of our four leads opted out of the flick, so I think it was I think it was him. So I worked on Mallrats movie instead, which also didn't happen because it turned into a Mallrats series. I've pitched said sequel series to six different networks only to find no takers thus far. Mind you, uh I'm not complaining I'm nobody surprised gets Netflix didn't pick it up. Well, I'm surprised like Adult Swim didn't pick it up. Um, not complaining, nobody gets to make everything they want uh, to make in this business. I've been lucky to uh, to make anything at all. There's so much uh, competition out there, so many much cooler ideas from fresh folks. And besides, I had comic book men and then Tuscan yoga hosers, which all came together so crazy quickly. And the podcast and Fat Man on Batman, with all of that, how could I bitch about No Clerks th- th- uh, No clerks 3 or Mallrats too. Then, when I started directing the CW shows, it was such a slice of heaven on earth. I happily put my view uh, view askew sequels to the side. Since I sold Clark some Mallrats years ago, they're owned by others, which limits my moves um, with my own material. I don't oh, I mind. Sell them. Money? Fuck yeah, money.
1: <laughs> money, I guess. Um,
0: I don't mind. Back in the day, all I ever wanted to do was sell my stuff so I could be in the movie biz in the first place. So I don't own Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, or Dogma, but I do own Jay and Silent Bob, he continued. So while I love playing with someone else's new toys on The Flash and Supergirl, I'm getting eager to play with my old toys again in uh, in the interconnected, view um, view, skewed universe. I spent the first half of my career creating. And so all last month, I had the time of my life while laughing while writing Jay and Silent Bob Reboot a fun flick in which the Jersey boys have to go back to Hollywood to stop a brand-new reboot of the old Bluntman and Chronic movie they hated so much. It's a tongue-in-cheek, silly-ass um, satire that pokes fun at the so movie is business. is it going to
1: be them traveling back across yeah. the country again?
0: It's <laughs> recent redo obsession featuring all-star cast and cameos of familiar faces. And I uh, already met with the good folks at Miramax, and they're into it. So I'm hoping we'll be shooting it this summer. Never give up, kids. You can do anything you want in life so long as you're... Uh, you're panting... I don't, I don't fucking... I cut off there, but... Basically, he's just saying that Um, he's going to do Kevin... Or he's going to do James on and Bob Strike Back cause again. he no longer... He no he's
1: going to write the same movie again.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, because someone opted out of Clerks 3, so he can't move forward with that. He doesn't own the rights to Mallrats, so he can't move forward with so that.
1: So he's going to... Go to his printer and reprint James Child Bob Strike back.
0: <laughs> well, it, it's a. Cl- I think it's a clever thing, and I'm just saying that because I'm a Kevin Smith fanboy. But I think it's a clever idea because it, right now Hollywood is all about reboots. So the fact that they're going again to try and stop a movie they already stopped in the first place—he's
1: he's rebooting his own movie. Yeah,
0: that's and I think it's genius, and I think it's going to do well.
1: I think it's genius in Stoner talking about funny. Yeah. Like right now, t- yes, it's funny to us, but I don't. I think ninety minutes of watching, because I swear to God, if they free monkeys, why there's a bunch. I don't of think they're gonna go that far. Stealing but, diamonds, dude. I'm gonna walk uh, out of theater because I've already seen it. And I've already paid for my. Money I don't to think they're
0: it. gonna go that far, but dude, Jane Jane's Bob's Trick Back is one of those movies. It was on the other night, like I was watching. It's, funny, it's it. funny. Yeah, it was on I think Sunday night, and I was quoting it. Like I was quoting it on on Facebook, but the animals stupid. <laughs> yeah. I am the Clit Commander.
1: Wherever you see a Clit, you see this face. <laughs> yeah. I get all up in that Clit. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely. I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be great. It's it's going to be, you know, it's Jay and Silent Bob. So I don't think it. I don't expect it to be like Tusker or Yoga Hosers or anything like that. Like, I think. I swear. Because,
1: you know, uh, some of the cast from Jay and Silent Bob is dead. Yeah. George Carlin's George dead. George Carlin. Princess Leia's dead. Yeah. Fucking.
0: Um, What's his name Almost died In a car accident So I think it'll be It'll be similar To the first movie But I don't think It'll be exactly the same This time they're gonna Fly in a plane <laughs> Right they saw That
1: fat movie check money Right So it's just gonna be them And it's gonna be like Snakes on a plane But Jay and Silent Bob On a plane
0: I don't know Maybe Because Bloodman and Chronic Got made They went to the premiere Of the movie At the end of the movie At the end of the film So When you got to see more stay in the Time
1: and the motherfucking time yep. handed down from God herself.
0: Yep. So that's it for the news for this week. I just I was excited, super excited for that Jane and Silent Bob news when I woke up from my, my coma, my coma rest. Um, <laughs> I
1: don't if they going to talk about the rules of the road.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they have to follow the rules ladies, of the road. Ladies,
1: ladies, ladies. Jay and Silent, Silent Bob are in the the his house. house received
0: seen a fat man in an overcoat before <laughs> <laughs> so i'm super excited um but let's go ahead and uh, get Boo-hoo, into get into a new fresh uh something different this week we're gonna do matt's comic book reviews Cause <laughs> fucking slacker kyle didn't read his books i read one he read one book <laughs> he had one job this week and that was to read his books and he fucking didn't do that Well, I read
1: one book before I went to school, and then I went to school all night Wednesday. And then I came home today.
0: Unprepared Kyle strikes again.
1: I was at home for 19 minutes before I had to leave. Hey,
0: hey, you could take it to work.
1: I was actually doing my homework at work today Uh. during my lunch break. So we can talk about Flash, because I did read it, and I enjoyed it.
0: So I have on tap for you this week.
1: Matt's five books.
0: <laughs> All-Star Batman number 7. Let me see that one. Which has a sexy fucking cover by the way. Yeah, almost
1: I just passed right by it.
0: The Flash 16, which was good. Jessica Jones 5. And Detective Comics 950, the Oversides Anniversary Special. So Jock
1: to the inside and so and so a, gr- a lady did the outside.
0: Uh, I don't think Jocks did the interiors.
1: Nope, he didn't. He only did the one cover.
0: I think he he did the last issue. I don't think he did this issue. Oh, come on, dude! You're fucking thumbing up my book, bro. I'm finger fucking your book. Finger fucking the shit on my book. <laughs> so, <clears throat> while Kyle's finger fucking my All Star Batman, we'll just start there. All Star Batman number seven was actually really good. All Star Batman has not been a series that I have been a fan of. Since the start, but number seven totally redeemed itself. Snyder took a page out of um, out of Tom King's book, <clears throat> and he went very poetic with it. He touched on um, kind of like the roots, the root story he of poison. Batman's root. <clears throat> yep, he touches on the root story of poison ivy, and essentially. What Batman 7, All Star Batman 7 is, is that Poison Ivy is kind of in the desert at this tree where she brings it back to life and she's making all these different poisons and things like that. And um, Batman goes to her because there's a little girl who started her own botanical garden and was kind of into plants just like um, Poison Ivy. And she ends up making these hybrid, ends up making this hybrid flower that ends up infecting her and pretty much kills her. And Batman comes to Poison Ivy asking her for help. I
1: don't like how this inside's drawn to
0: try and cure this girl.
1: Like that's terrible.
0: And Poison Ivy's like the girl he, he's like the girl's going to die, the girl's going to die and and Poison Ivy pretty much calls it like, blood. somebody
1: can't really stand like that.
0: Yeah, I th- I liked it. I liked the art in this book. I thought it was very nice. I don't nice. like how she's
1: standing at all. Yeah. You can't you can't stand like that for real. I don't know. Here, I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna Facebook live this.
0: But um I enjoyed the art inside of it and I enjoyed the story itself and and you kind of find out that the girl had already died and and basically it's just it's just a nice poetic let me see the book. Or not? What? Let me see the book. What? No, don't fucking put that on me. No one wants to Facebook live this. No,
1: everyone wants a Facebook like this. No, shit. Come on, let me see the book. There we are, close. Oh shit! A terribly drawn, terribly drawn. You can't really stand like that. You oh would God. fall over if you truly stood just like that.
0: Anyways, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed. You Batman. really enjoyed what? Um, <laughs> it. You know, it, she so Batman goes to her, and she kind of. Captures Batman And people are attacking her And um She She's got Batman tied up And asking her Kind of like Why he's there And uh She goes to He he pulls off Wax lips And she's kind of like Wax lips huh Um So why did you fight For me then And like He doesn't trust her And stuff And and he kind of just Goes through this whole Spiel about it And Um Comic reviews. And it's kind of like, you make sure that you see me, um, and you clear her name, and, and basically just... You're, you're distracting me. <laughs> like, you're, you're seriously distracting me from doing this. <laughs> with your stupid <laughs> Facebook Live bullshit. Um, but basically, he's like, telling her that he's going to try and clear her name, and that she goes off to the forest, and, and pretty much starts over again with a bunch of dead trees, and... That's where it ends. I give this book. I actually give this book a nine six. I really like the poeticness of it. I really like the story. Um, <laughs> it was very, really well done. I would definitely say check it out if you are on the fence about All Star Batman. It, it's pretty much the first issue of All Star Batman that I can actually endorse and and stand behind. <laughs> That's cool. I might have to. Check. I finally decided to bail
1: an All Star Batman, and it's the better issue. <laughs> I finally said, "I'm not buying it. I'm not going to buy it." I always get suckered into buying it. I don't like it, and now I'm fucking.
0: Yeah, it was definitely by far now. The, I'm pissed. The better issue.
1: <laughs> you didn't like the Facebook Live?
0: Nope, I'm not a fan of <laughs> Facebook Live. <laughs> Let's do Flash. All right, go for it. Flash sixteen. Which one did you get? Which cover? The the fucking standard Mirror That's Master cover. I didn't see any. Uh, I didn't see any fucking variant for it.
1: Uh, I don't think my comic store I don't think Jesse gets them anymore.
0: Well, go ahead start us off. Flash sixteen, Mirror Master. No, you start us off, Mister. I read Flash. I
1: did read Flash. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, so
1: where we are is in the last. Remember the last issue. Um, Flash was duped. And he had traveled far away, and Mirror Master had. Led him to believe that he had to battle everybody, in that museum. So why, um, why that was going on? The heist of all heists was the final heist, the last heist that they were ever gonna do. Was uh, going on. Why Flash was busy dicking around somewhere else. And Flash shows back up just to see the aftermath. Yep. And what they're saying is, you know, you know, Flash was tricked. You know, Mirror Master and they all had, you know, they tricked him. And that's what they are you know, like the new headline was going to be. That's a headline will be Flash catches... You know, what did they say? They didn't catch the rogues again, you know, but looks like the rogues finally beat Flash.
0: Yeah, because he gets, he pretty much gets taken to fucking school by Mirror Man, or by uh, Heat Wave.
1: Yeah. So as it's going on, they're showing what everybody did. Uh, Golden Glitter had stolen. Golden Glider? Yeah, Glitter. (laughs) Golden Glitter. (laughs) Golden Glider had stolen all the diamonds from a jewelry store. Mirror Master stole the statue from where uh, Flash was. Uh, Weather Wizard, he robbed banks. And uh, Trickster got the art gallery. And Heatwave, he also got banks and he burnt them down. Yeah. So while Flash was gone, that's what they were all doing. And that's what Flash figured out, not only did they just pull the heist, they pulled their final heist. It was again. They were. They had all taken enough that they could disappear.
0: Golden glitter.
1: And what was supposed to happen was one of them was supposed to take the rap for everybody else to be able to get golden glitter. (laughs) Um, And so, that's what Flash said. You know what? They're all gonna say goodbye. So, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to where I know they would be saying goodbye. And Heat Wave is sitting in front of the house that burnt down. His
0: house, yeah. Yeah. That he burnt down as a child.
1: And he, he, he kind of gives the plan away. He kind of says, like, you know, I'm, I'm not just here to say goodbye, but, you know, I'm here to get rid of regrets. Yeah. And one of my regrets was I never got to beat you. So instead of just taking one for the team like he was supposed to and getting arrested. Well, I, thought
0: said, I thought he said one of his regrets is that he didn't burn down the rest of his fucking block. And well, he, that
1: was it, too. But he says. Yeah, because I didn't take the whole damn neighborhood with him. Yeah. And uh, so he does this. And, and instead of, you know, because he, he tells Flash that he's pretty much there to take one for the team. Yeah. To get caught so that everybody... in, and, and then he decides, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fuck... I'm going to beat Flash and I'm going to yep. split and I'm going to join back up with everybody. Yep. So he, he leads... He thinks that he burnt Flash to a crisp, and he takes off. But what Flash used that for was so that he could follow him. So he gets back to the ship, and uh, everybody's already there. And he's pretty much like Captain Cole's like, "Why the fuck are you here? Yeah. You should be getting arrested right now, so that we can all get away scot free."
0: That was the plan. And and that, that was the that was that was the, the rogue plan. Yeah.
1: And and he's pretty much like, well, I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. And and they're arguing, he, and
0: he's like, I, I saw my opportunity to take out the Flash, and I and I took it, and I left him burnt to a crisp. And
1: he's like, you're stupid. You didn't. You, how could you have thought you beat the Flash? Yeah, he's like,
0: you let him right to us. He's like, yeah. if he stood in one place long enough for you hit him with his fire, <clears throat> then he wanted you to hit him, and and just as he shows up, the Flash, yeah, up. and just beats the hell out of all of them. Yep. Except for Snard.
1: Yep and what he and what, he, what they didn't show in the beginning was they didn't show where he broke into uh-huh and he had broken into Star Labs
0: everyone and, fucking gets into Star Labs huh
1: it's like the easiest place
0: to <laughs> fucking <laughs> get into they need to like update that security
1: and he stole uh the black hole that creates the speed the speed force yep and he fucking creates a fucking
0: Hell of a gun! Yes, he does the Black Ice gun, and it's gonna be fucking dope. And that's where it ends. And that's
1: where it ends. He says, "Say hello." He should have said hello to my little friend, mm-hmm. Black Ice, but he doesn't say that. Let's just see how smart you are now, Flash. And that's where's it—the Flash versus Captain Cold. And that's the where. It black ends. Ice gun. I thought it was good. I like that. <sighs> you almost thought, you know, when Heat Wave um, hit him. You were like, okay, this is classic Flash. You know that he didn't beat him. You know he's gonna he's he's gonna save the day. Yeah. And it, it led you to believe that, and then you know because Captain Cody sits and says, Captain, Cole. I, I have stand alone. <laughs> he's like, you know, I learned how to. I learned my gun because I took it apart and I put it together. I took it apart and I put it together. I know every piece of this, like the back of my hand. Yeah. He said, and that's what I've done with you. Yeah. I'm, I have taken our lives' battles of us going back and forth and I've dissected and put it back together and I've figured you out. Yep. And I knew how to do this. Which is smart. Which I thought it was a good twist. And then him, go, you know, him breaking into the easiest place in the world to fucking break into. Right. Star Labs. <laughs> But, uh, and him making that gun, it's, 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 this is, this, I think this story is reminding me of the first story arc
0: mm-hmm.
1: with Godspeed. Like, it was, it was exciting. It was cool. It was different. And I think that's kind of where we're going with this. I think we're getting, we're going to get, we got a good story arc. We got a low story arc. And now I think we're going to get a good story arc again. So... I liked it. I enjoyed it. I gave it a nine. I thought it, I thought it was a very good issue. I knew that the last issue was just an introduction issue to get it rolling, so I knew that's why it wasn't, you know, super fucking. Balls- you give it a nine. I, I liked it a lot. I
0: that's being very generous. I think.
1: I I I I thoroughly enjoyed that issue.
0: It's like a seven five for me. It wasn't a terrible issue, but. It wasn't like the greatest issue of Flash I've read. I don't, I don't think it, it's holding up to what God, what the first couple arcs gave us, the Godspeed arc in, in particular. But it's nice that it's a nice story arc for returning cast, mm-hmm. returning villains. Um, I don't know. Like it had its moments, but I, you're you're on a Flash high right now, and I'm kind of just I, like
1: I really am. So I, I Flash can kind of do no wrong in my eyes yeah. right now. I think. And I did get my appearance of Zoom. Yes, I saw. So I'm pretty excited about that. I got it. I bought it for 40 bucks. Nice.
0: So I say seven, five, you say nine.
1: Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, I I'm fucking I'm super enjoying the flash right now.
0: Nice. Um, my next review, Jessica Jones, number five. It was a toss up for me for this week, and I haven't posted my pick of the week yet because of this. I can't decide between Batman, All-Star Batman 7, and Jessica Jones 5. And Jessica Jones 5 really dives into um, the events that took place as far as, um, like when they brought the multiverse together, Uh when they destroyed the Ultimate Universe. Um, So Jessica Jones picks up where she's in a police station, um well the dude just flipped out and he basically what he did is his wife hired her, Jessica Jones, to follow him to see what was going on. Well the husband since then found out what had happened and he slit his wife's throat no and way. drank her blood.
1: Holy shit.
0: So this whole time and this issue, um, Jessica Jones is interrogating. Like she's at the the precinct. And the detectives are trying to talk to this guy, and this guy is not giving him anything. And Jessica's like, well, let me take a stab at it. And Jessica Jones goes in there and starts interrogating him. And he's pretty much like, it doesn't, she was like, why did you do this? And he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. He's like, she doesn't matter. He was like, an entire universe was wiped away in an instant, and it didn't seem to matter. He was like, ask your Avenger friends. They know all about it. There's people that know all about it. He was like, in that life, I was married and had a daughter, and my daughter was erased from the universe, and it doesn't seem to erased. matter. Yep. And he's he's kind of going to this whole thing where, like, and nothing nothing matters. He's like, the I killed my wife and drank her blood. And she's like, yeah, but you're in jail. And he's like, the only reason I'm here is because I turned myself in. And she's like, but you're in jail, so the justice system's going to do its thing. And he says, what part don't you understand? The only reason I'm here is because I turned myself in. It doesn't matter. He's like, none of this matters. He was like, I killed my wife and drank her blood, and nobody cares. The universe I universe. I thought it was crazy. The universe doesn't care. Like, he's going through this whole thing, and he's like, Galactus showed up and completely wiped out an entire universe, and nobody batted an eye at it. Nobody acts like it even happened, right. and it happened. And she. he was like, you know it happened. You're one of them. Ask your Avengers friends. And this whole thing, he's kind of just going through this, how like he knows that there was another universe. He knows that everything was wiped from this earth he knows what had happened and he's kind of like just going back and forth with her and it she's kind of like struggling with it and uh she goes and meets the uh the woman who asked her to set up carol danvers and she agreed and jessica jones pretty much agrees to do it she's like all right i want two million dollars to do it to to turn over two
1: million dollars
0: <laughs> she wants two million dollars to i do too to turn over carol danvers and i'll do it for one and the woman was like that was easy and jessica was like what do you mean that's easy she's like i was prepared to offer you five just was like well i want five now and she's like nope two it is or <laughs> get the fuck out so jessica it sucks when you to, shortchange yourself yeah. jessica agrees to agrees to it she's like fine i'll bring you a superhero and she's like this who do i dick. get she's like who do i get for two million dollars she's like the one you want the reason uh, the reason you came to me before and he she was like carol goddamn danvers captain goddamn marvel and i get to watch because what difference does it make so like this guy has really like infected her mind as to like the consequences don't fucking matter like nothing matters like Things were wiped away, and it didn't fucking matter. It seems like it's a good book. It is a very good book. I'm enjoying the hell out of this Bendis
1: book. Bendis is fucking rocking it up. Huh? Yes,
0: he is. And you get a nice little ad for Man Thing, written by Arl Stein. So the Goosebumps writer is now writing comic books.
1: I like that. Uh, Bride, Michael Bendis, that kid, all the Spider-Man books.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a really good book. I give this book a 9 um jessica jones has only had like one lol issue in the run so in the first five issues but i mean i'm really really enjoying this the hell out of this book um i'd like to know i know i saw lance send us a picture in the group chat um or not group chat but group facebook page of what he's been buying and i know he's reading it mm-hmm. so i'd be interested to see lance when you listen to this i'm interested to see what your take on jessica jones and i'd love to get your opinion on it um i give the book a nine it's kind of a toss-up right now between All-Star Batman, number seven, and Jessica Jonas, number five, for me. I have to... I'll
1: have toss up between Flash and Flash.
0: Yeah, because it's all you've read.
1: <laughs> I only had two books. <laughs> anyway. No, oh, three. I took it back.
0: Um, And then my final book of the night. I have Titans, but I didn't read it, so I kind of slacked a little bit, too. But uh-huh. that book has kind of been meh to what me What about anyways. Detective? Um, my final book of the night. Will be Detective Comics nine
1: fifty. Dude,
0: we are shooting <laughs> <laughs> of Shadows Prologue. Um, this this was an oversized issue. This very easily could have been an annual. Um,
1: oh, it's like an off. It's like a one off.
0: No, it it follows the storyline of what's going on up to this point. But so the first half of the book is kind of like, um, Cassandra Cain's backstory. Uh. It, it's kind of, um, what's the fuck, what the, Orphan's backstory. Uh, so like it's kind of her going through this, how she, it, it, it takes a very trip on how she feels inside and how she she was trained to be this killer and she doesn't want to be this killer. And it kind of like opens up with her following this dancer who goes, this it, it ballet dancer. No ballet. Damn it. And she's like copying her moves and then like the ballet dancer sees her. See, kind of right there. She's in there with her. Still
1: love the way a book's drawn.
0: The ballet dancer catches her and, and um, spoiler, freaks out and disappears. And then she goes to um, Bluebird's house. Um, I can't remember Bluebird's fucking name. Um, it's, a uh, fuck. <laughs> Come on, you know. What the hell's her name? Harper Row. <laughs> Harper Rowe. So she goes to Harper Row's house in, uh, she, Harper Rose, like, cast, like, breaks into her house. She's like, Is that you? You're going to sleep in the bed because I got to be up in a couple minutes, in, in, in an hour, anyway. So, and like, she's, it shows her, like, seeing all these spots. So, what she's doing is she was, she's afraid to say anything to anyone because she was a, a, a trained to be a killer by her dad. You were Batman Eternal, yeah. or Batman Robin Eternal. Um, She was trained to be a killer. So, yeah. when she's looking at her friends, all she's seeing is like all the different ways that she could kill her friends right now. And she doesn't know. Yeah, she doesn't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And she's kind of hiding out there, and it's kind of going all over this. And she sees the bat signal light up, and she goes, and she's kind of hiding in the shadows. And Batman knows she's there, and like she's the the mayor tips him off about this crime game, so she hears about it, and she goes, and she's beating the living shit out of this game gang. And uh, Batman stops her, and he was like, you know, it's not. You didn't do anything wrong, but at some point you got to understand your own Who's power. Who beat the shit out of the gang? Spo- um, orphan. Ugh. So she's taking out this gang, and Batman kind of stops her. He's like, "At some point, you got to know your own power, and you got to know when to stop." <clears throat> and inside of her, she's internally screaming, and she was like, "I know when." Like she, to herself, she's like, "I know when to stop." He doesn't need to tell me this. The problem is, is that what scares me is the fact that I know when to stop, but I don't want to stop and she, it. she was like she doesn't need to tell me when to stop mm-hmm. i know and and she was like i see it i i was trained to be an assassin i see it i can see all the different ways i can kill batman right now i could i can pinpoint the exact position i would have to break his draw in order to snap his neck even with his armor protecting so like she's visioning all this and like she's kind of struggling with all of that and with everything that's going on and then she kind of comes back to the the central bat cave and she sees um Batwing and um Clayface talking and Batwing makes Clayface a new device to turn him back into a human for a little bit and he basically says it's only temporary every time you use this it it stretches your DNA he's like there's so little human DNA left in the clay that this stretches your DNA. So you can only become human for a certain amount of time. If you're, if you too long, you're eventually going to erase the human side of you and you're going to permanently be clay face, a mindless. So if he's human thought.
1: for too long, it's
0: yeah. Um, so she kind of sees that and she, she kind of sympathizes with that. And then like it kind of goes, She views red Robin, um, his, his suit in the glass case. And then, um, she sees Azrael meditating because he's part of the team now. And then she talks about how she, how she envies Batwoman because Batwoman is, is basically just like her. She's Mm -hmm. trained to be a soldier and all this. And she wants to know how she, she can incorporate and, and handle the chaos that comes with all this. And then, so she finally starts like dancing in her apartment to try and like get everything out that she's Mm -hmm. saying and trying to do it all through dance and,
1: Interpretive dance?
0: Yeah. And she just, she can't tell, and she can't find the words to tell everyone else in this team I how I can't find
1: the words, I shall dance.
0: Yeah. And so that was kind of cool. And then the next one was just kind of like a, an Azriel joining the team and kind of his like side mission with training with, with Batwing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final one in it was actually a very interesting thing. It cuts to Batman um, jumping off a building and he's calling for Alfred. Uh, he was like, Alfred, you were right. The teeth weren't reinforced. Send the car to the alley between the 119th and 120th. What wasn't reinforced? The teeth. Uh-huh. Um, and then he gets a transmission back. He's like, I told Alfred he could ha- head up early tonight, actually. And Red Robin shows up in the Redbird car, in his car. What? Yeah, and it's kind of like talking and he's Red uh, Robin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This all takes place obviously before he yeah. disappears. Um So he's like Red Robin and Robin's like, You and I need to have a Red talk. Red Robin. Um yeah. and Batman gets in the car, he's like, Tim, is there something wrong uh, at the belfry? Yeah, he's I'm like, about oh, to disappear. <laughs> he's like Oh no, things are just peachy. Uh see for yourself. So he he he's kind, he's kind of about going, to hang me. He's kind of going through this team, and he was like, "He was part of it." um, He he starts talking to him about why, why Batman's putting all these people together. Mm -hmm. And Batman's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And he's like, um, "He was like this." He's like, "My Robin's nest is um, is a freight cage. Nothing will get in or out. There's nobody listening except me, not Alfred. So I want you to be honest with me." And he was like, why are you putting this team together? And he's like, um, he's like, Dick walks a fine line, uh, doesn't he? Back in the Nightwing costume caught between the most powerful intelligence agency and the most uh, far-reaching criminal empire on the planet. Sadly, Batman has eyes in two places he never had before. Or sorry, suddenly Batman has two places and eyes he's never had before. Um, Fighting two sides of a dangerous secret war that could shape our world. And he's like, and then there's Jason. Seems like uh, that assassination attempt wasn't all it seemed to be, was it, Bruce? And now you have a Robin keeping an eye on the entire criminal underworld of Gotham. Um, and Bruce is like, I don't know what you're talking about. And, and, and Robin's like, yes, you do. He's like, I've been letting my Titans duties, and it incorporates into Teen Titans here. It's like, I've been letting my Titans duties slip the moment I started building the Belfry. I'm guessing you've probably had a little conversation with Damien, Planting the seed that he could find some uh community, he could find a community of his own age. So he's basically saying, I'm sure you've told Damien to go be the leader of the Teen Titans. Right. Um, you're not training Duke to be part your partner, you're training him to be something else. It's like, and then there's this new team that at the Belfry, it's the most obvious in the lot, Bruce. You've started preparing people uh for a new kind of battle. They just don't know it. And what's your next your own private justice? He's like, What's next? Your own private justice league? And <laughs> Bruce is like, Tim, and he's like, Batman, I need to ask you bluntly, what are you prepared uh, why are you preparing for war? And it just kind of ends on a, a shaded out Batman, and the next is the dark days are coming, 2017. Hmm. So I think we're preparing, we're gearing up for a huge story arc. I think the League of Shadows and uh going on is going to be a huge story arc in batman detective comics i really like this book i liked i really liked the um i really liked the orphan story arc uh-huh. i really like the bruce and tim discussion at the end yeah i didn't so much care for the uh asriel and um batwing stuff uh-huh. so i kind of give this i give this book a seven five on those two i, I feel like the asriel and batwing stuff kind of yeah, hurt it a little harsh. bit yeah. They're a harsh today. I felt like it hurt a little bit, but it was still... In the, the two stories, especially the, the um, orphan story and the Tim and Batman talk, uh, were both really well done. Um, I can't wait to see where Detective goes further. Tinian, still killing it.
1: Oh, yeah. He kicks ass. Still killing it.
0: So those are our reviews of this week's books that came out. Um do we have any speculation on on what comes out next week uh anything what, we should be looking for what um, books come out next week um i don't i don't know
1: <laughs> I, f- I read it and i forgot yeah
0: I, I did too
1: like i skimmed through it
0: uh what's next week the 21st 18th Oh. Uh, let's see
1: books for 218 15 17
0: what the
1: 15 <laughs> I, I sorry guys i'm only 2 years behind right
0: 18. 2017. Uh, let's see. We have... Are you listening to comic auctions?
1: I was trying to see if I won. They're, they're doing a a, a giveaway. Um, I was trying to see if I won.
0: Um, let's see. DC-wise, we have Batman 15. Um. We have...
1: Batman fifteen is always it's a good book, so it's always worth picking up. Batman,
0: uh, Nightwing thirteen. Yeah, um, that is it for what we normally read.
1: What's what's Marvel and Image you got?
0: Um, yeah, that's it for last what we read. Um, IDW, image has, um, there's no image number one next week either, um, image has, is this is right, I thought they had the walking dead, is this the right list, oh no, this is 118, hold on. This isn't the right list. Yeah.
1: 218.17?
0: Yeah, that's the wrong list. Hold on. Let me try this again.
1: 218.
0: Yeah, I don't know why it gave me one. Why is it giving me 118? There's 215. We looked at this earlier today, and it gave me the right list, so I don't understand... Why all of a sudden it's not?
1: <laughs> it's not giving it to you.
0: Giving me the right one. Let me try this.
1: Then that means it's the wrong date. It's the fifteenth. Is it what, the fifteenth? It's the fifteenth.
0: Okay. I was gonna say. All right, two fifteen. Let's try this again.
1: Haha, ha! We shut the bed on this. Yes, we did. Whoop whoop. We'll be better next week with it.
0: Yeah. Um, this is just something we we're implementing. We're gonna steal from someone else and just gonna implement it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is something we've actually been talking about doing for a while. Um but let's see. All right. Next week, DC. We have Batman seventeen, not fifteen. Uh Batman we rebirth number one. I think that's uh that's a speculation one you might want to check out. Batwoman. Or Batwoman, yeah. Batwoman we- Batwoman Rebirth number one. We have Batman seventeen.
1: Where you know what um, I'm waiting for is uh,
0: Super Suns Nightwing 15. Buy everybody. Super Suns number one.
1: Buy Super Suns, buy a couple copies of it. You think so? Yes, it's just, I think it's just going to be awesome. It's worth buying both covers, just buy both covers. You should be good at that. You don't need to buy 20 copies of it, but <laughs> I would buy a couple, maybe buy two of each cover. It might be one worth sitting
0: on. Um. From image we have Invincible 130. Sorry, Invincible 133 if you're reading Invincible. Um not seeing any Rockstar number three. I was I was reading that and I never saw number two, and apparently now number three is coming out. So I guess mm-hmm. I'm not reading Rockstar anymore. Um no still no image number one. Walking Dead 164 comes out. Mm-hmm. Um There's two covers. Marvel, we have Clone Conspiracy number five, which I'm reading. So if you're reading Spider-Man Clone Conspiracy, the fifth and final issue comes out next week. Um, Old Man Logan 18. Old Man Logan 18 comes out.
1: Spider-Man 13.
0: Spider-Man 13. Oh, man, it's a big week next week. It is. It's a huge week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Venom number four comes
1: out and I and Super Sons. man I've been waiting for this since that for a while now I've been waiting for that ish that book to come out so I'm pretty excited so yeah we have some
0: uh we have some interesting books next week um should be an interesting comic book review so just kind of give you something to look forward for Mighty Reward from Power Rangers number 12 comes out so we'll have a uh an, a super-sized comic book review if it sounds like for next week
1: I'll actually read my books next week so I shouldn't be super busy.
0: Make sure you tune in to that because you don't want to miss comic book reviews. Because honestly, who does comic book reviews better than us here at the Absolute Geek Podcast? <laughs> Can we be honest? Who we? You know, we we weren't the first. This is saying often duplicated. Never or often imitated, never duplicated. There it is. You know, we weren't the first to start doing this, but we. I think we got it down. We revitalized. Maybe I'm just being arrogant, <laughs> but we revitalized the uh, the comic book review scene. Nobody does it better than us. We enjoy doing it. Yes, we do.
1: And we like doing it. Yes, we do. And you guys seem to enjoy us doing
0: it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because when we were talking about getting rid of it, we we had a lot of uh, there was an outcry. Outcry. All right. So, um, what we're gonna do Super now? Super Sons
1: is my will be my speculative pick of next week.
0: Super sensible. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, I want to thank yourself. <laughs> I want to thank myself for, for my showing up for showing up, reading my comics, and doing an amazing job reviewing the books. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Ronald I'm for a... his his voicemail at the oh. end, the beginning of the show. Um, we do appreciate that, Ronald. Fucking dick. Thank you very much for your messages. Um, I'm glad you're liking the D and D stuff. I, I'm glad we turned you on to that. Um, Ooh, Matt, you
1: turn them on. I know.
0: I don't necessarily know what to tell you about the what the fuck Friday thing.
1: We're gonna, we're gonna try and squeeze them in when we can.
0: The the problem is is that we are we're growing, and if like we've said before, it, it's like a broken record by this point. But um, I know you're behind, and that's cool. Um, we're growing, and if we were staying st- without growth, we're just staying still, and that isn't good so our recording schedules is we record this show thursday night i'm pretty liberal and, and can record Matin matinees whenever um but friday night i already record a wrestling podcast mm-hmm. with with eric um and Jose's brother-in-law? <laughs> David, Jose's ex-brother-in-law. I'm just kidding. Um, but Friday, so I already record one show Friday. So that would be recording two shows, which I'm okay with. Kind of. Kind of. There's It just all depends on Jose's schedule and then whether or not we have a show ready that's quality enough to put out for you guys. And everything like that. And then Saturdays I do D&D. And then um, I'm also working on other projects. Kyle, we're working on trying to get equipment um so kyle can get his show off the ground
1: and we appreciate all the uh, donations we didn't get yeah
0: because <laughs> in order for us in order for us, kyle kyle wants to do a very mobile show and i think maybe people don't understand where we we're coming from with that kyle wants to do a very mobile show where he wants to actually go to other people that necessarily aren't in the geek community but might be into things that you're into th- to like paranormal stuff um, aliens, you know, conspiracy theories. Oh, and I
1: got another guest in scheduled
0: as soon as I could get it going. So he's, he's kind of – what he wants to do is a very mobile thing and what we need – I want to go to people.
1: I want to go to their environment. I want to go yeah. to – you know, I want to – you know what I mean? I want to meet with people in a bar and sit and have a couple shots with somebody as they tell me stories or I want to go to somebody's house and sit there while they – partake in whatever they partake in as they yeah. want to tell these stories. I want to do it what's, what's going to be the most comfortable for people. And coming into the studio, isn't, as you've seen by people we've brought in, it's not very comfortable for people who aren't used to sitting in it. We're used to sitting in it. We're yeah. used to doing it. But if I take this show to, to the people I want to interview, I think what I get out of it, as i'm going to get out of it is more of a natural raw reaction raw reaction yeah, and i think it would be want. more enjoyable and and when people are more comfortable it's easier to for them to have fun with it and i think if you put somebody in their own environment it would be fun and you know i've done so many shows now that recording is recording yeah i think i could sit pretty much anywhere and do it
0: yeah and so what we need for him to be able to do that is a it's a recorder called a Zoom. It allows us to plug our mics right into it. It's not as, as bulky as our um, It has a small board.
1: soundboard built into it yeah. for adjustments.
0: So it allows him to put lapel mics on or take one of our mics from the studio or two of our mics from the studio and go to this person's house and do this in a bar so you can hear clean audio instead of all the background noise in it makes just for a better show. So unfortunately though, that's like a $300 piece of equipment. Yeah. So we are trying to, to get that under wraps and come up with that funding. So that way we can get Kyle out there and get him, him interview, interviewing people and kind of get this show off the ground that you guys have been waiting for. So um, hopefully we'll be able to, to do that coming up here in the next couple of months. Um, hopefully sooner, but who knows? Uh, just a matter of getting the equipment and getting it off the ground. So, with that being said, remember to support your local comic shop. Remember to be <laughs> um, aware of those speculative books out there. And yeah, so for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. And we will see you next time.